0: Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress.
2: I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. Have you been scammed?
0: It's interesting that when we have been scammed, we usually resist every attempt that someone makes to reveal the scam because we want to believe that we're going to receive the great reward that. We're waiting for.
2: You get scammed into business deals. You get scammed in relationships. It's very painful to admit that you've been scammed. I've been scammed twice. I want to talk about that. But I want to begin today with a straight-up truth in advertising. Yes, I have a graduate degree in theology,
0: a master's of divinity. Yes, I've studied the scriptures all of my life. Yes, I've read the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation many, many, many times.
2: Too many for me to keep track of. But bottom line, I've never been very successful in ministry. Oh, I've pastored some very large, influential churches. But I've never been very successful in ministry. There are a number of reasons for that. It's not been lack of talent. It's because my heart has been on a
0: pilgrimage. I've been searching. I've not been able to settle down in any of these churches that I've pastored, denominational or non-denominational. My heart has been searching after Jesus.
2: I am nobody. My name is not known. I don't want it to be known. I'm not very smart.
0: I'm not an intellectual. I'm just a plain, simple guy who does a radio broadcast and who has a YouTube and who has a a small house church that that I live with brothers and sisters in. Oh, not a commune, but, but a
2: fellowship. But in all of that, I'm searching for truth.
0: I love the truth. I was born into a Seventh-day Adventist church, and they said, we have the truth.
2: Well, I discovered as I Grew older, that they did not have the truth. They taught that the way to heaven was by faith and by hard work, by works, by way of the law.
0: That didn't work in my heart. I couldn't make peace with it. I tried. But it finally demanded that I leave the Seventh-day Adventist Church after several years of very successful pastoral work in that denomination. But my heart was broken. I needed to find a way to Jesus. And I couldn't find the way. And so I
2: left, searching. And I next tried the Dutch Reformed. I tried the Reformed theology. That's the second way we're taught that you can be saved, and I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. It's a scam. It's a well ordered scam. But it goes, this scam goes far beyond the Reformed. It now has come into
0: almost every church I know. It is the apostasy of the American church. And I'm going to walk through that with you, not because I'm somebody, but because I'm nobody and I have nothing to lose. And most pastors can't talk about it because they have too much to lose. And they may know the truth, but they can't teach it because if they do, they'll lose their congregation. They'll lose their position. They'll lose their retirement. They'll lose everything. I have nothing to lose. I've already lost it all.
2: So, I want to share with you, very honestly,
0: what I've learned about this journey to heaven. And as I said yesterday, it's been a very painful journey for me. But my heart is so completely at peace and so filled with joy and so alive in the Spirit, I can barely stand it. Everything is worth giving up for Jesus. And if you've been scammed, please don't be mad at me. I'm just the messenger. And I'm going to be very honest with you. There's a great scam that is now spreading across America. It's called revival, but it's not revival. I want to, I want to explain what I mean, please, for just a moment. Don't,
2: don't go away. Just please hear me out.
0: Do me the service of listening and coming to the conclusions, how I've reached those conclusions and what the scriptures say. I'm not interested in being approved of by any denomination or any man or any woman, save that of Jesus Christ. I want to be approved. I want Jesus to say to me, well done, thou good and faithful servant.
2: So let me share with you. I listened to a pastor from a major Christian organization a major Christian university in America. He said he was encouraged by his board to go visit in Kentucky the so-called revival at Asbury. And so he went.
0: He said he had to stand in line for hours. He finally got in. He sat in the back row in the balcony.
2: And he said as he sat there,
0: just taking it in for 10 minutes, he then said suddenly he was overwhelmed with the love that was flowing in that place. He felt such a sense
2: of love that he began to weep. He said he didn't realize how hungry he was for love.
0: And so he just soaked in that love. And he said it refreshed him. And it enabled him to come back now to his university and begin to give time for students to do the same thing, just praise and worship. And in that praise and worship, to come into
2: the presence of God. And I tell you honestly, it's a scam. Nowhere in the scriptures are we instructed
0: to come into the presence of God as unclean men and women with songs of praise and worship.
2: Nowhere are we told
0: that we are to come and that we will be filled with love and peace and joy when we live in sin in our hearts.
2: It's a scam,
0: and it's a very dangerous scam because it confirms to people that they are loved by God,
2: that they are saved, when in fact they are not saved at all, because they haven't met the basic conditions for salvation. Now, please, I'm going to read some scriptures to you. And I ask that as I read these scriptures to you, you would let them soak in,
0: that you would not interpret them in any manner, but simply take them at face value for what they say.
2: And I have...
0: I have something I want to share with you today that if you follow with me, it will be the treasure that will set you free from every scam. It is the treasure that will set you free to enter into
2: the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It's the
0: same secret that Charles Finney found that caused him to be the most powerful soul winner in modern history. Outside of the Apostle Paul, he won more people than anyone
2: we know of. I want to show you why.
0: Now please, again, I want to say to you, I'm nobody. I'm not successful in the eyes of the world or the church in America. I am a failure. I have spent all of my time not trying to be a winner, but trying to understand the scriptures. I have studied these scriptures now for over 50 years. I want to share with you what I have found. Now, if I'm wrong, you're
2: free to tell me I'm wrong. But don't feed
0: me the scammed lies of the modern church. The modern church in America is in full-blown apostasy. And this so-called revival is going to usher in the acceptance
2: of the LGB community. It's going to usher in tolerance for sin and a cheap scam called love. And
0: it's going to wreak more havoc. Some of you are eagerly going to see this movie, The Jesus Revolution. I urge you not to go. It's a deception. Well, let me just read this for you. Romans, the sixth chapter. You've heard it before, but please just listen. Hear the word of God. This
2: is the NIV. What shall we say? then?
0: Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in
2: it any longer? Immediately, the scam begins to unravel.
0: He's saying, you died to sin. You're not walking in sin anymore. And the modern church says, oh, no, you're always going to walk in sin until Jesus comes. The scriptures written by the apostle Paul say, no, 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 no. That's a scam. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. For we know that our old self, was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with. And the lie, the scam, is that the body of sin is forgiven. It is covered, but you're still a sinner.
2: That's the lie. That's the scam.
0: And now the scam comes saying, oh, and you're loved. In the midst of your sin, you're loved. And when God looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus.
2: That's a scam. But stay with me. Listen. So that the body
0: of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been freed from sin.
2: Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we'll also live with him. Now, I want to tell you, the cry of my heart, even as a little child, was, I want Jesus. And there has to be a way for me to leave my
0: sin, to be washed and made clean. And my dad would say, Raymond, just try harder. No, I didn't work. I tried as hard as I could, and I couldn't be free of my sin. The modern church says, stop trying, Ray. Know that Jesus loves you. You're on your way to heaven, and he has you covered. No, he
2: doesn't. So I want you to come with me to the fourth chapter of Hebrews. We're going to move through this quickly. But stay with me. It still remains that
0: some will enter the rest. And those who formerly had the gospel preached to them did not go in because of their disobedience. In other words, they believed
2: that they had entered the rest of God but they still walked in disobedience. He said, today, if you hear his voice, chapter 4, do not harden your hearts. Let me come back to the
0: first part of chapter 4. Verse 2. For we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard did not combine it with faith. Now, this faith issue is going
2: to be huge. And it's the way to break the scam. I want you to go with me. Again, to Romans. And I want you to go with me to the fifth chapter of Romans. Romans, the fifth chapter, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith,
0: we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Now, let me explain the scam. The word justified is part of the scam. The belief is that justified means a legal transaction was made and all of our past, present, and future sins have been forgiven. That's not what the word justified means.
2: The word justified came from the Old English, meaning to make righteous. Dikasune
0: is the word. In the Old Covenant, it meant to be declared righteous. In the New Covenant, the word is used by the Apostle Paul, Dikasune, to be made righteous. Through faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And again, the modern church says that grace is a blanket that covers over your sin. This was so confusing to me. I struggled with this. How do I understand? What's the meaning of these words? And then I heard a sermon that said the salvation
2: words have been totally,
0: Scammed. They don't mean what they say it means. Grace is not a blanket that covers our sins. Go to the book of Titus. I won't go there now, but in Titus it says that grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness. Now
2: come with me to the book of Hebrews and I want to take you
0: Over here to chapter 9, I walked yesterday, if you haven't listened, please go back, I walked you through the path into the Holy of Holies that is briefly described
2: in chapter 9, the first verses. And then he goes on in verse 9.
0: This is an illustration for the present time, indicating that the gifts and sacrifices being offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper. In other words, we have to have something that clears our conscience. The modern church says, no, no, you don't need to clear your conscience. You're just covered by the blood of Jesus, and you still walk in your sin, and so your conscience still grieves you.
2: And you trade that to say, okay, just let me bask in the love of Jesus with praise and worship. Satan is very happy about that because it totally deceives you. It says in verse 14,
0: how much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God. Cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. In other words, there is some power in the blood of Jesus Christ that clears our conscience. It can only clear our conscience if it clears us of the guilt of our sin. Guilt must be taken away.
2: I want to review
0: for you something that I said yesterday in chapter 9, verse 26. Then Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world, but now he has appeared once and for all at the end of the ages to do away with sin. This is a perfect place for them to say, for the writer of Hebrews to say, but now he's appeared once and for all at the end of the ages to cover over our sin. By the sacrifice of himself. It does not say that. It says to do away with sin. That means to do away with all sin in your life. That's what the sacrifice of Jesus did.
2: I can't twist this into the modern theology of the modern church. I just, it doesn't work.
0: For Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. The word take away is to lift off of, like I lift my cell phone off off the table. It's not on the table anymore. To lift off your sin, to remove your sin. And he's going to come a second time not to bear sin, not to carry it on his back like he did at the cross but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for
2: him. Okay, we come to chapter 10.
0: The new covenant is described. I'll make with them in verse 16. This is Hebrews ten sixteen. This is the covenant I will make with them. After that time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds.
2: Why do you need to have the covenant, the new covenant,
0: where he says, I'm going to put my laws in your heart, and I'm going to write them on your mind. Why do we need that if our sin doesn't matter? As one modern preacher has said, The only thing that will happen if you continue to walk in sin is that you will lose some of
2: your rewards in heaven.
0: Now listen. Verse 19. This is Hebrews 10.19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. Do you still have a guilty conscience? Don't try to push it away. Admit it. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Now look at verse 26.
2: I didn't write this. I just read it, and it
0: pierced my heart. If we deliberately keep on sinning, in other words, if you keep going back to that fornication,
2: a man said to me, both I and my girlfriend work here as waiters in this restaurant. I said, Are you a Christian? Oh yes, I'm a Christian. And he smiles and he's happy. But yesterday his wife told us that they're living together and not being married. Living together and not being married.
0: They're not they're not walking clean before God. They're sinning against the most holy God but they believe that their sin is covered by the blood of Jesus. They're covered by grace. They're on their way to heaven, but they're not. They've been scammed. Listen, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified him, who has insulted the Spirit of
2: grace? what it says and I've had to make peace with that but now Hebrews 10 says he who is coming will
0: come and will not delay verse 38 but my righteous ones will live by faith and if he shrinks back I will not be pleased with him But we are not those who shrink back and are destroyed, but those who believe and are saved.
2: Now, please hear me. This is the key. By the blood of Jesus, according to the scriptures I've read to you, I am washed by the blood, and all known and unknown sins
0: are forgiven. I no longer walk in them. I have said no, I will no longer walk in those sins. I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm going to walk clean before Almighty God. I'm not going to be scammed by the devil and believe that I can walk in my sin and my arrogance before God and that I'm saved. Now, in chapter 9, it said, in verse 7, But only the high priest entered the inner room, and that only once a year, and never without blood, which he offered for himself and for the sins the people had committed in ignorance. The blood of Jesus Christ on Calvary covered your intentional sin and removed it from you, and it covered your sins of ignorance and removed that from you.
2: He made you righteous. Now we come to chapter 11. And we have traditionally called chapter 11 the faith chapter. That's not what it is. It's not about mustering my faith to do something, to get a car, to get a better job. Chapter
0: 11 is saying, look, Will you put your confidence and your trust in the blood of Jesus Christ to transform your life and make you into a new creature and take away your sin, both intentional and unintentional? Will you trust Jesus? Remember, I shared with you out of the fourth chapter, they could not enter the promised land Because they would not walk in faith and trust Jesus to carry them
2: through. The good news of the gospel
0: is that if I trust Jesus, he will make me righteous. He will take away my sin. He will wash me.
2: He'll make me clean.
0: He'll restore me. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. What do I hope for? I'm hoping for a total washing of all of my sin, a cleansing. What do I hope for? That I can walk clean before God. I do that by faith in his blood. It's not by works. It's by faith in the blood of Jesus. He washes and cleanses. I confess all known sin. I repent of that sin. I am crucified with Christ Jesus. I give up my life. I lay my life on that altar of burnt offering. And now he's going to wash and cleanse and change and make me into a new creature. And the word new as it's used in the Greek means something that never existed before. Washed and made whole.
2: And he goes through these men and women of the
0: scriptures who walked by faith. For what God had told them, well, what has he told us? He's told us he's going to wash us in his blood. He's going to cleanse us of all known and unknown sin. And we're going to walk in confidence if we will walk in
2: faith with him. Now, I want to read for you a portion of Charles Finney's book. He says, as he was praying through, the Spirit taught him that justification by faith is literally a present experience.
0: Being made holy is a present experience. He says, I had never distinctly viewed this as a fundamental doctrine of the gospel. It is the gospel. Continuing, Indeed, I did not know at all what it meant in the proper sense, but I could now see and understand what was meant by the passage, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans one. I could see that from the moment I believed while up in the woods, all sense of condemnation had entirely dropped out of my mind and I could not feel a sense of guilt or condemnation by any effort that I could make. My sins were gone
2: and my sense of guilt was gone as if I had never sinned. That is my present experience with Jesus. Now, I've said to you, I'm nobody. I'm no great theologian. Yes, I have much academic training.
0: But I did not come to this out of academic training. I came to this out of a revelation of reading the word of God and believing what it said. But I had many lies that I had to work my way through. I was scammed into believing salvation came by the law. Then I was scammed into believing that I was washed and made clean, but not in reality. It was a shell game. Jesus would not look at me. He would just see himself, and I was was good to go into heaven as a sinner. And and before I entered, he would remove the sin. In other words, at my death, I would have the sin removed. And, And that's basically saying that death was my Savior but it didn't sit right in my heart. The Holy Spirit kept urging me to read the scriptures, read the word of God. And the more I read it, I began to see these things, and it shocked me.
2: This was just the revelation
0: that I needed. As far as I could see, I was in a state in which I did not sin. This is Charles Finney not Ray Greenley, even though this is also my experience. I am walking day by day, and I am not walking in any known sin. And the unknown is also washed clean by the blood of Jesus. Instead of feeling that I was sinning all the time, and that's what the modern church says, and that's the scam. They say, oh, you're going to sin constantly until you die. That's a scam. It's from the devil. And it's deceived the modern church. And now we have a revival coming.
2: And everybody says, I'm loved. I'm just going to
0: sing praise to Jesus. Your praise and your worship is an abomination to a holy God. If you're
2: still walking, pornography, anger, bitterness, fornication, adultery
0: if you're still walking in known sin and you've never been washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus, that praise and worship will not be accepted. But Satan can create a wonderful atmosphere as an angel of light. He can create all kinds of love. Sentimental.
2: Emotional. Listen. Instead of feeling that I
0: was sinning all the time, my heart was so full of love that it overflowed. My cup ran over with blessings and with love, and I could not feel that I was sinning against God, nor could I recover the least sense of guilt for my past sins.
2: If you go back just a short
0: ways, He says, I must have continued in this state for a good while. But my mind was too much absorbed. With the interview with Jesus to recall anything I said. Yet I know as soon as my mind became calm enough to break off. I returned to the front office and found the fire had been. Nearly burned out. As I turned and was about to take a seat by the fire. I received a mighty baptism of the Holy Spirit without any expectation of it, without ever having thought that that was that there was any such thing for me, with, without any recollection that I'd ever heard the thing mentioned by any person in the world. The Holy Spirit descended upon me in a manner that seemed to go like a wave of electricity going through me. Indeed, it seemed to come in waves like liquid love. I cannot express in any other way it seemed like the very breath of God. I can recall distinctly that it seemed to fan me like immense wings. I wept aloud with joy and love. I literally bellowed out the unutterable gushings of my heart. These waves came over me and over me and over me until I cried out, I will die if these waves continue to pass over me. I said, Lord, I can't bear any more. Yet I had no fear of death.
2: That was Charles Finney. So I listen to the modern preachers as they talk about their revival. Something doesn't sit right in my heart. I'm not the judge. I'm just telling you that something doesn't sit right in my heart. There's a part of my heart that's I don't want just
0: emotion. I don't want to feel just loved. I want to feel clean and washed and have no more sin in my life. I want Jesus in all of his fullness. I want the fullness of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't want the baptism of the happy spirit. I want the Holy Spirit. I don't want
2: the clap, clap, Holy Spirit. I don't want the the songs. I want the Holy Spirit. Well, that's what I needed to talk to you about today. It is by faith that I will accept that Jesus Christ can remove
0: and will and has now. After being crucified with Christ, I no longer have sin in my heart or in my life. And now the law is fulfilled, as Wesley said,
2: by love. The law is fulfilled by love, but not a scammed love, an unclean love, not a love that approves of my lifestyle as a, If I am such and I'm not a homosexual, a wicked person, it's not who I am. I have sought Jesus and I have found him. And I praise his name and I worship him.
0: I don't want you to be scammed. I don't want you to believe a lie. And I know some of you are going to be very upset because I've said these things. I'm sorry. I have to speak the honest truth out of the journey Jesus has taken me on. And he has rebuked me over and over for foolish mistakes, for foolish self-indulgence, for foolish thinking I could reach out and create my own world and my own life separate from God and ask God to bless that life. It's been a rocky road for me. I want to save you from that rocky road by saying that if you will come and confess your sins before Jesus, if you will be crucified with him, if you will let him put you on the
2: cross, if you will let him deal with your sin, known and unknown, He will do that for you. He will make you into a new person. He will break every addiction of your heart. He will take from you your selfishness, your bitterness, your anger, your misery. Some of you are
0: really miserable today because you have, you have not yet accepted the love of Jesus Christ, which is the cleansing by his blood. There is no love of Jesus outside of his pouring out his blood to cleanse you and make you whole.
2: It's not Jesus' intention that you should in any manner continue in known or unknown
0: sin. It is a clear Complete cleansing. That's what his blood was meant to do. It was meant to take away your sin. It was meant to wash you, to heal you, to restore you.
2: That's what I want for me. And he's given that to me. I'm still nobody. (laughs) Who am I? I'm nobody. but I have Jesus and he's made me incredible promises. And I trust him to carry out those promises. He's promised
0: me a different kind of revival. He's promised me a revival where men and women will come and weep before him for their sin and will be crucified with Christ. Revival for me is the extraordinary work of the Holy Spirit to in a very short time bring a person to a conscious awareness of their wickedness and then by the blood of Jesus Christ to wash that wickedness away and restore you and make you whole. It's a very painful process, but it's one that must be done. We must be crucified with Christ or we don't share heaven with him.
2: Please don't be scammed by cheap love. Search after Jesus. Be washed in his blood. Let your conscious awareness of all sin be totally removed from you.
0: Let all the unknown sin rest with Jesus. You don't have to. Dig in your belly button to get at who you are. The scriptures tell you who you are. Just confess it honestly to Jesus and let it rest in him and walk by faith that he has done what he promised he would do for you. Wash and cleanse and restore and make new. And then in the joy and the love of Jesus Christ,
2: it's real love. It's not cheap. It's not cheap grace, it's real grace. It's being made new. Is this attractive to you?
0: Is this your current experience? I'd love to see some people go in the chat line and say, no, or yes, this is my current experience, or no, this is not my current experience, I have to go there.
2: What is your experience?
0: Have you been washed in the blood of Jesus? And are you standing by absolute faith? And the scam has been broken.
2: You've been washed in the blood of Jesus. Well, we're out of time for today's broadcast. I want to thank each one of you who helps me
0: stay on this channel and stay on this radio
2: station. You can write to me at the National
0: Prayer Chapel. I'm Pastor Ray Greenland. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Whitbridge, Virginia, 22195.
2: You can also go to our webpage, National Prayer Chapel.
0: NationalPrayerChapel.com This message will be posted later today. I urge you to listen to it again if you need to. It's not enough for you to say, I need Jesus. You have to go the next step and say, Jesus, crucify me.
2: Make me whole. Take away my sin. And he will do it. He's no respecter
0: of persons. If he could do this for Charles Finney, John Wesley, and for little Ray Greenlee, if he can do it for even someone as small as me, he can do it for you. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I'm praying for you.
2: God bless you.